as we settle into the meditation, get more and more accustomed to working with the mind, noticing distraction and then bringing the attention back to the breathing. So as we're working in this way, then it's easy to, because of paying such close attention to the world of, of the mind, forget what the body is doing, fail to notice how the body is. Mind and body affect each other very closely. So while we're busy working with the mind, in the background perhaps our body has tensed up, our teeth are clenched, or the stomach is tight. Or maybe drifting towards sleepiness, the posture slumped over. So it helps every so often during the course of a period of formal meditation to take note. How is the body doing? How are we sitting? How is the body being held? Perhaps we spend a few minutes to establish the posture and uh, develop a well-integrated balance of energy and relaxation at the beginning. Then, five, ten minutes later, busy working with the mental world, then our, the belly has tightened up again, or the shoulders are hunched, and we don't notice. But then that very tension, that very stressing in the body, will have its effect upon the mental world. Similarly, if the postures lost its energy, we're slouched, slumped over. We notice that the mind is becoming duller, less alert. Every so often during the, the periods of formal practice, take note of how the body is being held. What's the spine like? How does your face feel? Is there tension in the hip joints, in your legs, your knees? How is it? That's taking a moment or two just to notice how the body is being held. And then, through the power of that awareness, that knowing, let the body, let the posture adjust itself. If it's slumped over, then let the body straighten, the spine lengthen and the body be more upright. We find that the abdomen is tense, a knot of anxiety down in the solar plexus. Notice that. Consciously let it soften dissolve. And when the body has 
been returned to a more balanced quality of ease and alertness. Bring the attention back to the to the feeling of the breath, the meditation object once again. Notice the difference that that makes when the posture rebalances itself. In this way, we're working with mind and body, learning the relationships between them, how they affect each other. The body breathes on its own. It's not something that you as a person have to do. The body has its own rhythm. When we make the meditation into some kind of personal activity, it can be turned into a chore. We wonder how we've been breathing our whole life when it's such hard work, exhausting, strenuous, stressful, doing the breath. But the, the body breathes on its own. It adjusts itself. A mindfulness of breathing then is not a thing that I'm doing rather training the, the mind to be aware of what's already happening, aware of these particular rhythmic patterns of nature, the in-breath and the out-breath. Rising and ceasing. Similarly with adjusting the posture, if it's me straightening my back or me relaxing my shoulders, then it becomes forced, awkward. But again, we can just bring the quality of awareness to wherever we feel things out of balance, let the awareness have its own effect. You notice this tensing up in your hips, in your shoulders. Just bring the awareness to that spot. Feel that tensing and let the awareness have its own effect. If we let it, and the body adjusts on its own. The awareness is attuned to that stressing, that tension, that tensing, and it relaxes. The body straightens, softens. It's a self-adjusting system. 
And the quality of mindful awareness, that's what helps the adjustments to occur in harmony with nature, in tune with Dhamma. As we develop the practice, we get more of a sense of this self-adjusting quality. And more and more, it's mindfulness and wisdom, that capacity for attunement to the present, that guides action, guides choices, what's the right thing to do. That quality of attunement is the guiding principle. We slowly get a feel for that, get a sense of how that works. And the more that's developed, then this helps the practice of meditation and mind training not to be so much of a chore or a thing I have to do, but rather as a, a natural evolution, a natural development. Like the, the daisy doesn't have to be told to open in the morning, the dew doesn't have to be told to evaporate in the sunshine. The clouds don't have to be told to move at the same speed. These are natural processes. <laughs> 